In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're continuing hypnosis Q&A, question and answer. Um, I still got a ton of questions to cover. So uh, we did have a part one and two. If you've not listened to those, you can jump back or just listen to those after. It's just, uh, you know, there's no specific order where the questions need to be answered in or listened to. So yeah, uh, jump back and make sure you catch parts one and two. This is part three of hypnosis Q&A. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Woohoo! We're here. The podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios. Welcome back, David. Welcome back to you, Matt. That's Matt you. Fox, the other voice you hear. Yes, that's me. Hanging out, doing a podcast. Hey, you know what? You know why not? Ha- having a having a little drink. Uh, that, oh, that. my cousin's topped in. Dan, uh, <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, it, it's Duke and Dame Duke salted and Dame caramel salted whiskey. Caramel whiskey. Yeah. Not our first choice, but we didn't have anything else. So, um, you know. Hey, use what you have on hand. It's like a Snickers in a bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bit sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Carmelo uh, in a bottle, if yeah. you will. It's quite pungent. Stings the nostrils. <laughs> he says Actually, it's not really that pungent, yeah, but he, it's uh Yeah, he says I just like beer. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> which most people most people do, but um, so yeah, thanks folks for joining us. We're here. Um let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. My social media links on Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Motor City Hypno. That's H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, on every episode, we give away a free hypnosis guide. So if you want to pick that up, the link is in the show notes. Check out the show notes when you have a chance. Yeah, uh, please. Assuming I get those in and yeah. get them posted. <laughs> For some reason, that's always a challenge for me. This is just, uh, just show notes are done. I, I mean, they're they're right here in front of me, just, printed. Just gotta click send. And I, yeah, I just gotta <laughs> put them put them into that Google Doc. Which for some reason, I don't know. I have some mental block with that. It's like, oh geez, just gotta copy and paste it. That's all it is, really. So yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, check out the show notes. That link will be in there. Um, and, and it's in every show notes. So if you, happen, if you happen to hit a show where there are no show notes, wow. just click on another one because right, the show notes will be there and that link is always in there. Fair enough. So, And the most important thing, wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're on, uh, be it Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, please like, connect, subscribe, subscribe join. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever the thing is on your platform, whatever's so you going to take, whatever's going to take your phone or your computer to say, "Hey, so and so is live." Yep. Or, or hey, so and so has a new podcast, a new episode just dropped. Just dropped. Right. And episodes do drop every Tuesday, Thursday, um, assuming that we've recorded that week. Um, and just as a heads up, there there might be a little lapse, um, not this coming week. Well, when you're listening to this, it will be next week because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I will be up in. 
Ogemaw County, Michigan. It's by West Branch. Uh, performing at a fair there. Yeah, bless yeah, you. Yeah, Ogemaw. Ogemaw, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. So, and, and as a shout out to people, it's, it, it is in Michigan. It's quite a drive. But if, if any of my, uh, my family, friends, uh, fans are up there uh, in that area, uh, drop by. I'll, I'll be performing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. of next week, which is the 16th to the 20th. Um, so when this drops, I'm, we might already be in, um, yeah, 16th of the 20th. So, uh, and that will be of, of August, 16th of the 20th. I will be performing on the 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th, Wednesday through Saturday, two shows each day at 7 and 9 yes. p.m. Wow. So, so yeah, come out, busy. come out and see a show. Um, it'll be fun. And, and if you're there and if you know, well... If I know you, I'll, that that would be great because yeah. I could see friends and family. But you if, you but might if you're a fan Ruth. of the show, yeah, you'll see. Um, you might see Ruth again. Oh yeah, because Ruth said that I, I met her at Ogama last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, come on out and say hi. If you know if you know me from the show, say that because that, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Um, love to meet some people. Perfect. Have some fun. Perfect. Fantastic. Is it is it time? It is time. Oh my goodness! Yes. Here we go. <laughs> How winning is done. And and Ruth again, exit two twelve, I seventy five yes, north. Exit two twelve West Branch. Yep. And we'll be staying and... in I forgot what the hotel is right there. Um there's two of them. Mm-hmm. I think one of them, one, one might be a comfort in, but I forgot the other one. Hey, if you see the lumberjack uh, on uh, uh, you know, uh-huh. right off the exit, then you're in the right spot. Yeah, and, and the outlets. You'll see a bunch of stores there too. Correct. I'm I, I don't know what's there. I don't know if it's a in a puff puff pa- puff puff pass place as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, there's okay. a dispensary. There. Oh, there's a dispensary. Oh, yeah. good, good for them. Yeah, yeah. Good for <laughs> Don't you. ask me why I know that. Good, Just... good for you, West Branch and Ogemaw <laughs> County. Uh, good job. Make some money. Okay, this 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 was really popular. This story you may have seen it, Matt. Okay. Um, um, Little League batter consoles pitcher after scary hit to the head. Did you see this? I did. Yes. And it is so, it's just the, the, the epitome of sportsmanship. sportsmanship. Yes. So two Little League baseball players had no idea their heartwarming display of sportsmanship would go viral, amassing millions of views after being shared on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. During the Little League World Series Southwest Regional Championship, Oklahoma player Isaiah Jarvis was hit in the helmet by a pitch from Texas East's Caden Shelton. Jarvis immediately fell to the ground, but was able to get up and walk to first base. Although he was okay, Shelton, the pitcher, was visibly shaken. Yes, he was. That's when Jarvis did the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So here's a quote from Jarvis, the kid who got hit. So I got on to first, and then I saw Caden getting emotional on the mound a little bit Jarvis told America reports Wednesday mm-hmm. so I wanted to go out there and try to give him comfort I wanted him to know that I was okay and I will be okay then the pair shared a hug on the mound before returning to the game mm-hmm. the pitcher Shelton said I thought I sent him to the hospital and I thought he passed out pitcher Shelton shared mm-hmm. but when he got up I felt a lot better after that because I'm just glad he's okay mm-hmm. Jarvis called the clip's popularity pretty crazy, while Shelton added their parents are very proud of them. Yes. Uh, Shelton's Texas East won the game 94, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, nobody cares who won, right. really. 
honestly. But. So t- take yourself back then, Dave. Yeah. When you were in Little League and yep. play, and you got hit by a pitch, yeah. right? It hurts. Oh, right? yes, but this, definitely this, it hurts. Jarvis got, you know, Isaiah Jarvis, right? Yes. Is that his name, Isaiah? Yes. Isaiah Jarvis, yes. yes. So Isaiah got pelted in the head. Right with in the, the helmet, yep. And he went down to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Yep. Yes, he got up. Yes, he made it to first. But for him to have the cognition and the mental fortitude mm-hmm. to see that the pitcher was visibly shaken, right, and then walk over to him, take a you know, time out, yeah, and walk over to him and say, "You know what? It's okay." And he hugged him. Yes, on the, he hugged him. You yes. know what? It doesn't matter who's around you. It's someone was yep. having a, a an emotional crisis, mm-hmm. and he had the mental fortitude to walk over and say, "I'm okay." Right. Do what you do. What you're what we're here to do is win, right? Because the coaches were preaching win, battle, battle, win. Yes, and yeah, now of course now the pitcher Shelton he's going, you no, know, yeah, it was win, win, battle. But now it's oh my gosh, because that's the first thing that the umpire mm-hmm. said when he got when the uh, when Isaiah got hit in the head was oh my god. Yeah, that's what Shelton is verberating through his yep. head. Yep. So now he's not thinking battle, battle, win. Mm-hmm. So for Isaiah to walk over to him and give him a, it's okay, do what we're here to do. Yep. Uh, it's just, it was amazing video. No, and it was great. And if you haven't seen that, the link is in the show notes. And because uh, we, all of our winner of the week stories are linked in the show notes. So go watch this. It's really cool. It's a great thing of sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the pros, you know, the pros can take a little bit of uh, notes, right? Because that does not happen in the pros. Very oh, often. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Dan just said that in the notes. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing because kids learn from adults. That's, the, you know, that that's the way it is. And, and I know. Even in Little League, you wanted to be like the pros. That, mm-hmm. That's who, that, I mean, that's why you do Little League. Correct. You want to be a professional baseball player. Right. I mean, few of us very do. Few, few of us really ever make it that far. I mean, let's be honest. We're not right. all that good. But. Hey, I struck out in T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I helped coach T-ball in, in Little League for a bit Fair. when my son was playing. So, um, but, but the thing is, you want to be like the professional. So he could have... He could have responded in anger, um, the kid who got hit. Yeah, absolutely. He could have, you know, been like the pros and charged the mound and wanted to hit the kid. Right. But that's, again, it just shows the innocence of children in a way that they're able to handle it much better than adults would. I mean, really. <laughs> Dan says, I'm better than Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, that. But, oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? So you know, this is it's an amazing feel-good story, and that's mm-hmm. what um, winner of the week is all about. And this Absolutely. just happened. This just yeah. happened a couple, couple days ago. Because I, I just when I saw the video, I thought, oh, I, and I, I uh, a lot of times for our winner of the week thing, I'll have to search and find things. But sometimes things will just pop up. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I right. gotta put a note down. Absolutely. That, that needs to my it needs going to the show this week. Right. So no, thank you for sharing that because I yeah, did see that. Great and I story. Was, I was enthralled. Um, so yeah, check out check out the video. It's it's even better seeing it um, mm-hmm. once you know the inside story and what happened. So yeah, to to actually to both kids. To um, I'm going to make sure I read the names. Isaiah Jarvis, the kid who was hit, and Caden Shelton, the right. pitcher. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 a great story. Thank great you. winners of the week. How winning is done. So, so Dan is on a roll. I said, if it wasn't for Dave, I'd, I would have been 
what's baseball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, uh, um, I, I, well, Dan, I'll take us back a bit, but I, I used to, to babysit him and my niece, uh, ah. his sister, Jamie. Okay. Uh, I used to babysit them every Saturday night when his parents, his, um, I think at the time, and I'll, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, maybe, but his dad, his dad used to play in a band okay. and, and they would be gone every Saturday night. So I used to go over to their house and babysit them like, gosh. For probably a couple of years at wow. least. All right. You know, so you have history. Watch them. We have history. Oh, yeah. We have long history. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, that's crazy. Excellent. So, oh, what don't we forgot? What did we do? So, back to it. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Negan. We forgot that. <laughs> we we got to throw that in. Now, people are used to that. Before you dig into this, yes, a new yes. movie just uh, dropped today. Yeah. It's called Fall. Okay. F A L L. And it's kind of like a mystery spooker. Um, it's supposed to be a scary movie. And the gentleman who plays Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in the movie Fall. Oh, okay. So that's something that I actually just put on my list to watch. Okay. Because I love a good spooker. Oh yeah, I love I love know, scary stuff. thriller type thriller movies. scary yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm all yeah. for it. But you know the 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 scare of falling. Right, is mm-hmm. it, that's something that folks go to see you about. Sometimes? Absolutely. All right. So as one of the so and, you're and, I'll, some and I'll questions. tell you something interesting. Little self disclosure here. So I've I've never. I've always had a respect for heights. I don't think I've ever had like what I would call a phobia of them because mm. I can fly fine. Yeah. I could be in an airplane. I always want the window seat because I want to look out. So I've never had an issue with that before. Right. Um, so I, I, but every once in a while I'll have, I'll, I'll, I'll just be like lying in bed and, and I'll just get this flash of being up high somewhere and it just startles me. Yeah. Like I just get this, this like, Probably what I would consider to be like the beginnings of like a, a panic attack, but it doesn't go that far. It's just the sudden, sudden like a little bit ooh. of anxiousness. Yeah, a little hit. bit of anxiousness hits me, and I'm like, all right, yeah. and you know, but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, so definitely. Well, here's the thing. Let's start on that because what the second question on our on our list for today is: Can hypnosis really heal phobias? Oh. And that would be one of them. Okay. A fear of heights. Yes, definitely. I, in fact, it's it's very effective for phobias because what what a phobia is? It is an irrational reaction to something. Um, now, there's a level of, like I said, the, the, there's always a level of anxiety, especially with heights. Let's say you're a, um, I don't know. A rock climber. You know these guys that climb rocks without a safety harness? You mean Tom Cruise? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to me, that's insane. Yes. I, I couldn't even imagine no, doing that. Me neither, because my fingers are, one, not strong <laughs> enough, and two, well, my upper body is not oh, strong no, yeah. enough. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I couldn't get 10 feet. In fact, I did a rock wall. When my, this is years ago, maybe three, four years ago, and my son was still in school. They had, uh, um, like, a uh, middle, middle school camp. Uh-huh. Um, so I had to be at least four or five years ago because he's 20 now. So, um, but they had a rock wall and I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Right. I got like halfway up. I was, I was winded. Like I just (laughs) run a mile. It was crazy. My arms don't work. I I was huffing and puffing. And, uh, I, I, yeah. And I'm sure people were like, the the fuck are you doing? Trying to climb a wall over here. I was out of gas. I just had to let go and let them lower me to the ground because I was, I was out. But, but so, so here's the thing with phobias. Some things you should be, you should have respect for like heights. Mm -hmm. You're not going to just walk on the edge of a building without being aware and a little bit anxious. I mean, that's, of course, that's going to happen. Some fears are, 
some fears can be irrational, like because some people would say, I just read a story today. This is a good example of one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Reddit thread, uh, Am I the Asshole? No, I have not. A-T- A-I-T-A. I have it's not. called that. It, it, so this is it's this thread in Reddit, and it gets and then it gets reposted onto Twitter and other social media accounts. Right. So people will give us a description of a story, and they'll say, "Well, am I am I the asshole, mm-hmm. or is the other person?" So this woman told a story that her daughter, who is fifteen and was adopted, and and I might get the details wrong on this. Those of you who've read it will probably know this, but um, they. Their daughter came to live with them, to with this family, but they have a dog. Okay. Um, and not and not a t- if I remember right, it's not a particularly vicious type of dog. It's just a. It's I, a I don't know. I, I I don't know the dog's breed. It's more yet. of a docile breed. Yeah. Okay. So, the thing is, she's got a phobia of dogs mm. because she had witnessed a mauling of a small child when she was a small child. Somehow along the line, she had witnessed a mauling. Huh. So the girl. There was dog hair on her bed, and she flipped out and had a panic attack. And and so now the family's debating: Do we get rid of the dog? No, you get do? rid of the kid. Well, <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because people did respond. Am I the asshole? People respond in the comments. You know, what in blazes are you talking about? People did did respond in the comments. I'll, I'll get rid of the kid. You can't get rid of a, your family dog because Jeez. a kid is have overreacting. So here's the thing: this this girl has a, a has a true phobia of dogs, and she has a fear. Now, and I can say that's an irrational fear, but I also have never witnessed a mauling. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so I can't you know I can't discount her feelings towards that. The really the answer to that is. I, I don't think anyone's the asshole. I think this is a kid who probably needs some therapy to get over this phobia right. and be able to deal with the family dog, whatever that means. I, again, people will may disagree, but I'm the therapist, so you know that that's really what should happen. But I, I guarantee that hypnosis would help this girl because um, phobias are an irrational fear of something that you shouldn't be afraid of. Fair enough. Would you have a, do you have any phobias? Do I have any phobias? Yeah. You know, I, I have spiders and I. I, I am with you on this. Spiders I'm, and I, we get along. Uh, but every nope. so often, there's a spider that just, you know, comes into my, my, my personal space, uh, and I'm just not happy about it. You know, if there's a spider on the wall, I'll get him and I'll put him away. But if one time, and this is where it kind of started, was I was in the car, yeah. and I'm driving, on 75. Oh, boy. I, I know where this is going. Spider came down yep. in my peripheral vision, and I about wrecked <laughs> my car and about 12 other people along with me because of this damn spider in my car. So that's kind of oh, how boy. It, yeah. <laughs> That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. No, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Because I freak out with, with spiders. Yeah. I do. Uh, so I would say if I have a phobia, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a similar situation. I, I was living in my apartment when I was single before I before I got married, and I'm just I'm in the bathroom like brushing my teeth or washing my face. I don't remember. I know I was standing in front of the mirror, and and I feel this like tickle on my forehead. Oh no! And I look up in the mirror. The spider dropped down right onto my face uh, from from overhead. Uh, yeah. And I I, I I I swear to God, Matt, I think I think I ran out. Out of my apartment door <laughs> and into the hallway of my apartment building, screaming. Were you naked? No, I. Oh, okay. I don't think I was. <laughs> uh, honestly, because it, it's it's 
yeah, it freaked me out totally. But yeah, if I had a, that, that would be my phobia. If if I really yeah. am being honest, I don't like them, especially <laughs> those black wolf spiders. They freak me right. out. Yes. They just freak me yes. out. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, um, I actually saw a star uh, Star Wars meme, and yes. I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it was uh, um, the princess, and she goes, "What's the difference between children and tattoos?" And Obi-Wan responded with, well, one is permanent. The other one can be removed. And then Anakin chimes in, the young Padawan Anakin. He says something to the effect, well, one's permanent, but can't they be removed with lasers? (laughs) 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 I about hit the floor. (laughs) Yeah, right? They can. I mean, nowadays, nothing's permanent or doesn't have to be. So (laughs) just Anakin. So phobias, yes. Hypnosis can can it, 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 hypnosis is very effective at removing phobias. Mm-hmm. It really is. Right. Um, so when you do your uh, your your academy, yes, right, yep. your hypnosis academy yep. later this year, um, I plan on being a a person that is going to be hypnotized. I'm going to yeah, volunteer. volunteer. Yes, and one of our is, live volunteers. And yes. that is something I would like for a phobia to be you know worked on. Yeah is the not being afraid of spiders in my personal space. I'm yep. not afraid of spiders, but in my personal space, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, and, and that would be great. That that would be a great thing to do. I mean, cuz typically and now here's the thing. There are spiders who can kill you. Mm-hmm. So so you the, the, and this is the thing where you're not going to get you're not going to remove every shred of fear, but you're not going to have that visceral reaction. Right. So right. You're still going to respect a brown recluse if it comes in your area. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. So um, even though I wouldn't even know one if I saw it, I don't think. But sure. whatever. Uh, um, so while on that, let, let's go to our sponsor for this week. All right, uh, go for uh, it. To, this this episode is sponsored by Motor City Hypnosis Academy. If you ever wanted to learn hypnosis or even perform a hypnosis stage show, this is your chance to learn and be certified as a hypnotist. Now, there are a lot of things online. You, you can see a million things online. I, I see these feeds all day because of what I do and what I look up and what I watch on Facebook and on, on um, uh, social media. But th- there are tons of courses out there that you can get online. You pay 300 bucks, you get this download, you watch some videos. Here's the thing, Th- to be proficient at anything you have to practice in real life you you can't have an imaginary practice in your head it would be like a surgeon can learn to do surgery without ever cutting somebody open Uh, it just doesn't happen right so you have to do it in person and have practical experience now with the hypnosis academy that i am putting on and i am teaching you have five days eight hours a day with training with live volunteers matt will be one of them yep you will leave the training after 40 hours, five days, feeling totally and completely competent and confident in being able to do hypnosis. Now, maybe maybe you want a side hustle and you want to just uh, maybe see people on the side to help them with issues such as phobias and fears and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to take this into the entertainment realm and do hypnosis shows. Whatever your desire is, and maybe you want this as a new career. Maybe you're in a career that you're like, yeah. This is okay. I just go to my nine to five every day. It doesn't bring me any happiness or joy. Maybe, mm. maybe this is a second career. So go to my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check, click on the Academy tab, and that will take you to a, a form that you can fill out. And then the, here's the thing: there are only ten spots available because I don't, I don't want to overbook because I want to make sure people have my attention throughout this training and that everybody learns and everybody is is. Um, 
confident when they leave. So, so 10 is the maximum for the class mm -hmm. to make sure you get the individual attention. So there are only 10 spots. So if you're interested, go to MotorCityHypnotist.com, click on the Academy tab, and that will take you to a form to fill out. And then we will get you the details as we lock in the dates and times specifically later this year. Awesome. All right. Back to it. Yeah. So, back to it. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a question that a lot of people ask me. Go when for someone it. gets hypnotized, do they remember what they did while under hypnosis? Hmm. I see. You know, we talked about that. Did we talk about this we one last time? We did talk a little bit about that, yes. Okay. And, and folks do remember, um, but they really... they. They, I, I remember you saying that they do remember what they did. Yes. Here's the thing. It's different for everyone. And I'll just recap this. We may have hit it in, in part two, mm -hmm. uh, possibly, maybe, probably part two, because apparently I didn't move it out when we already answered it. But <laughs> let me do this. Some people will remember every word, because I've had clients say, well, I, I heard everything you said. And I'm like, well, that's good. That's, that's not a bad thing. Other people will say, you know, I, I kind of was in and out. I mean, I kind of remember what you said in context, but I couldn't tell you what every word that was said. Mm. And for some people, it might be like dream fragments where, yeah, I was kind of there, but I wasn't. Um, so let me tell you what my experience is, and I may have shared this. When I get hypnotized, and I've been hypnotized tons of times, either volunteering for, for uh, shows or something like that, um, I, for me, it's sometimes like more like dream sequences or dream fragments. I, I, I kind of remember, but it's vague. It's kind of cloudy or mm -hmm. it's kind of like far away, if that makes sense. So it is different for everybody. Um, but I would say most people remember everything that happens while they're under hypnosis. And, and that really takes away the fear of somebody doing something immoral or illegal. Sure. Um, that, you know, there are bad apples in every profession. So, you know. Yeah. I, I don't don't worry about somebody trying something that shouldn't happen because you're, you're you'll be aware of what's going on. I'll just say that. Okay. Next question, which is what is the difference between stage hypnosis and clinical hypnosis? I, you know what? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. That really is because you're, you're you're hypnotizing the masses. I am, and or you're hypnotizing one person. Right. Right. So, so I do both. I do clinical and I do stage. Correct. I do both. And a lot of lot of hypnotists out there might only do one or the other. I know a lot of my, my peers only do stage. They don't see clients hmm. for clinical issues. I know tons of hypnotists, probably more so who do clinical only and they, they don't they don't delve into the entertainment side. Okay. Now there are purists among the, the the more conservative hypnosis base and not not in a political sense just in as far as theory and approach that would say hypnosis shouldn't be used for entertainment mm. my thought on that is if i can entertain people with this phenomena and show them what it can do it's more apt for you to be more comfortable to go in to see a hypnotist clinically okay. for an issue so when i do shows i always point out hey listen you know, you can volunteer today and, and, you know, you can you can get this for free when I charge clients, you know, a lot of money to come in for hypnosis sessions. Right. You can volunteer and get it for free here and experience what it's like. And that a lot of times will help people get the, 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 the I, I guess, the, the fear or, or the, the, the mystique out of it, because it really is nothing mystical about hypnosis. Mm -mm. It really is a natural state that we all experience every day. So. Um, so I would say the main difference is with clinical hypnosis, we're focusing on resolving a specific issue, such as stopping smoking, 
losing weight, removing anxiety, fears, and phobias, as we mentioned earlier. Um, you know, a sports performance enhancement. We're focusing on a specific issue that you want to resolve. With stage, it's really hypnotizing people and having fun. It's mm. just kind mm. of, of just showing what the power of hypnosis can do mentally, emotionally, physically. Because when I do shows, I, I make sure I tap into all the senses, like uh, touch, taste, smell. It's physical. It's emotional. Mm -hmm. it, it's, and and I, I want to see how that can influence people on stage and say, listen, if you're having if you're having difficulty with something, think about how this clinically could work for you. You know, if I can make somebody on stage laugh just for nothing, <laughs> which I do. Right. In fact, I, I did a new thing. I tried this. And, and, I, and that's a great thing about doing entertainment. Also, I do. I can try things. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, whatever. But I did. And you might you might like this, Matt. Yeah. I I. Uh, at the fair, the last fair I was at, and I'll probably continue on this one, I said, oh, okay, everybody on stage, you're going to laugh hysterically at anything I say. Now, it might not be funny. In fact, <laughs> it might be terrible. It might not be funny at all. But to you, it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. Then I go to the audience. I say, audience, you're, this is my stand-up debut, and it's going to be really bad. <laughs> and I just made up a bunch of these just inane, just completely senseless <laughs> jokes like a bad stand-up would do. <laughs> and people on stage are just dying. They're falling out of their chairs laughing. Uh -huh. The audience is like, wow. this is just terrible. <laughs> it's just the worst. Somebody the say worst knock, stand knock. up routine <laughs> I've ever heard. So I walk into a club, right? <laughs> I said, ouch. Yeah, it's stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I'll, I'll just give you a taste of this. Let me oh see. Boy. Let me see if I can find it. Oh boy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's <laughs> like just this. You know, when I was a kid, I always wanted a monkey as a pet. Then I saw them at the zoo throwing crap at each other. <laughs> That's it. Come on, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then I just stop it. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to work out. You know, two things stop me. One, they're really heavy. And two, I'd have to bend over. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I mean, just, just terrible, just terrible jokes. But the people on stage were, were laughing uncontrollably. And right. it's just a way to change your emotional state. That's the point of that. Okay. Um, so, yes, that, that really is the difference between stage and clinical. Clinical, you're focusing on resolving a specific issue. Stage is for fun. It's right. just showing you what hypnosis can do. Wow. So much, man. Yeah. Oh, no. There, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, how effective is hypnosis for social anxiety? Now, I have a lot of clients who have okay. social anxiety. Yeah. A lot of people who don't like crowds. A lot of people who don't want to be out in public. Sure. Uh, you know, flying on a plane would be just torture for them just because it's people constantly around you. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it definitely is effective. I, I've worked with a lot of clients for social anxiety. Um in fact, specifically for that, they tell me, I have social anxiety. I can't be with people. I get overwhelmed. I have panic attacks. And I've worked with tons of people doing that. And yes, it can be very effective. And it really is just lowering that, that, that heightened emotional state when people have anxiety or panic. And that's really all it is because th th there's, there's, a, there's an unfounded fear with social anxiety that something bad is going to happen. Huh. Or that there's a fear that you won't be able to interact correctly. A lot of people, it has to do with self-esteem even, that 
I, I don't know how to talk to people. I feel awkward, and then I feel like they're all looking at me, and then this whole emotional so the, thing boils up. Would it kind of boil down to really not being really self-aware of what's going on around them? Sometimes. Like, it's just too, too much? Or? Yeah, sometimes it can be that. Sometimes it can just be that, that there's just this, the fear that something bad is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, I, and here's the whole thing. I can't guarantee there won't. I can't say that you're not going to go into a grocery store. Sure. And some a hole's not going to hit you with their card, or you know what I mean. Right. I, but but that but that's rare, and that's probably not likely. Mm -hmm. And and really, hypnosis is very effective for social anxiety and just reducing that heightened emotional state right. when you're out around people. That's fair. Yes. So, folks, we're going to continue with hypnosis Q and A part four in our next session. Our next session. I'm so used to doing <laughs> clinical. <laughs> In our next episode, it, you can call this a session if you like. Totally fine. I love it. Come back for our next session, folks. <laughs> we'll talk about hypnosis, Q&A, part four. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.